Welcome to the 14th episode in our series to explore and expand your connection with your inner voice, your soul. I'm Gil Rowland and... I'm Soul Dancer, your co-host for a journey. We invite you to join with us. Our 14th class launches Phase 2 entitled Thought Expansion. Phase 2 provides 13 weeks of material to explore your capacity to fully engage your potential. How? Yes, you guessed it. By listening more to your inner voice, your soul. In this class, we begin the first of a two-part exercise to expose the roots of those two life-draining deeds in daily life. Deeds known as doubt and guilt. Expose how? (sighs) Deep breath. Get ready to do some root cause analysis by engaging two tools you've used many times before. Tool one, brainstorming. Tool two, mind mapping. Two quick reminders. Reminder number one. Our Soul Talk podcast built upon prior podcasts. So visit bit.ly forward slash OST radio. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash OST radio to access all classes in our series. Download classes to listen to anytime, anywhere. And reminder number two to gain access to all of our Soul Talk. All that we have to offer, kindly visit our Patreon page. We created a one-stop shop of resources designed to support your growth as well as support us. Click to bit.ly forward slash O-S-T-P-A-T-R-E-O-N to select a membership that works for you. And as always, I suggest you get something to take notes with unless you're part of our Patreon family. Remember, Patreon members enjoy access to complete transcripts, thus no need to take notes. So as we dive into Phase 2, Thought Expansion, Gil, I know I'm going to sound like we're possibly being hypocrites because in Phase 1, the very first tool that we talked about on Week 2 of Phase 1 is exploring more than analyzing. And now we're about to do two classes in a row. Red Cause Analysis! analysis and we said in week two of phase one analysis is bad but now we're talking about root cause analysis are we hypocrites no why there's nothing wrong with a little analysis it's when it's only ever only analysis is when it becomes a challenge so you need exploration of course but once you've explored what you got then you need to analyze it just a little bit so, Mull it over. Yeah, basically. Okay. When, when, For you, when do you know you're getting into analysis paralysis? When do you know you're doing too much analysis? Oh, I call it overthink. When you're chasing your tail, basically, and you find yourself back at the very point that you began the analysis process to begin with. With 47,000 other things. Yeah. You, your options are now <clears throat> so overwhelming from what you discovered, and you feel you have to go through each and every single one. But let's just say the first 10 are pretty much similar to the last 20. You will have found yourself in analysis paralysis. Slice and dice, slice and dice, slice and dice, slice and dice, blah, blah, blah. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, and that's what I grew up with. I call it a case of about ifs. What about if this happens? What about if that did? Or what about if that went that way? What about if this went that way? Talk about, ugh. 
to help you frame what we're about to do for the next two classes, the first two weeks of phase two, we're going to do root cause analysis from the inside out. That's what we're going to talk about in this class. And then root cause analysis from the outside in. We're going to pair our discussion with a couple of topics that maybe, oh, I don't know, there, Gil, I think maybe one or two people listening to this might have issues with doubt, guilt, shame, or worry. Do you, do you think anybody listening might have those things that they might be dealing with? Maybe a couple. A couple? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For our discussion today, we're going to look at internal root cause analysis. And we're going to look at these two activities that, quite frankly, are, in my mind, cancerous. Doubt and guilt. Indeed. All of these things could all be traced back to our good old friend, the ego. Because the ego, from my own personal experience, is designed to help you survive by skewing toward a negative vibration. To get you to avoid something. For example... Don't eat that last piece of cake. You're already fat. If you're going to eat that, you're just going to get even fatter. So why would you do it? So what the ego will do in this case is guilt you and, and try to dissuade you from getting that last piece of cake. Now, what now normally happens when a person really has a desire for that sweet? And ego is now battling that particular desire. You now find yourself in the bout ifs. And that started where? Root cause analysis, let's do this. Is it fair to say that doubt and guilt, we learned that from what? Our family. We grew up, as we were growing up, our ego kicks in, right? It wakes up. Is that fair to say? Self-awareness, yes. Self-awareness is within our family structure. Correct. And from a very early age, let's just get real. Here's a funny story. There is uh, an author who wrote The Road Less Traveled, Dr. Scott Peck. And once upon a time, Dr. Peck was interviewed by someone and they said, Dr. Peck, when do you think, in your humble opinion as a world-renowned psychologist, when do you think we're the most happiest? And Dr. Peck said, when we can poop and pee our pants. Pretty much. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, potty training, is it? Potty training filled with guilt. If I pee the bed, don't I feel guilty? Only after the self-awareness of society saying that you shouldn't do it kicks in. And kids, what it does, what I've noticed, and this is my own personal experience going to summer camp, is if you're with a bunch of six, seven, and eight-year-olds, and some of them, for the first time in their life, are experiencing such separation anxiety from their parents, well they have a tendency to loosen their bowels because that was their automatic gear as a kid. Whenever you feel fear, first thing that normally goes is the waste disposal because it's a kickback from when, hey, we need to run, let's lighten the load so we can skedaddle. In this case, it's more of a escape mechanism from loss, from separation. I want my mama! So they are crying and do everything. The next thing you know, there's a nice little puddle dripping off the mattress. And the other bigger kids who are there or the other kids who have went beyond that see that and ridicule. Because those kids know that 
it's a baby thing to wet the bed. And the older you get, it's bad, quote unquote, for you to wet the bed. So they immediately kick, their ego kicks in. Look at that. That guy is wet in the bed and he's too old. Good thing that you're not. So let's put him down so we can pat ourselves on the back. So from an early stage, we begin formulating these feelings of doubt and guilt. We're going to feel shame and worry, which we're going to talk about in next week's class more specifically. But we feel shame and worry as well throughout all this. But from a standpoint of doing root cause analysis, from an inside out perspective, we have to start at the roots. And the roots is our family. Most people grew up in some kind of family formation. And within that family formation, we were taught certain ways of navigating life. One way that we navigate life is doubt and guilt. There are certain religions that thrive on guilt. Lest I say the Ten Commandments. But I digress. <laughs> if you remember Soul in episode one when it, I was describing my childhood, I understood it from both my parents' belief systems that you shouldn't feel any of that. In fact, it should be the exact opposite, mainly because of their experience of what they had to deal with. My father decided, oh, hell to the no. My son is never going to go through any of that. In fact, it's going to be in a 180-degree opposite direction from that. So very early on, even though I didn't realize it at the time, ego was established as just this thing. You see a stove and it's hot. Don't touch it. And that's it. Nowhere did I understand myself to be of the ego. I only understood it to be. Aloha. Thank you for joining us for the first few minutes of this class. How's it going so far? Of course, we have more for you when you're ready. Please visit the clickable link below or bit.ly forward slash OST. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash O-S-T Patreon to gain instant access to the rest of this class. When you have full access to this class, you can also download the audio file as well as full transcript files. Kindly know your support helps us support you. Thank you for your support by joining our Soul Talks Patreon family. Aloha. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.